Hey everybody, you're listening to So Many Sequels. I'm Josh. I am Andrew. Garrett. And I'm David. How about that? We did it. <laughs> we all said our names without messing up. Perfectly. <laughs> you know, sometimes yeah, you we, gotta celebrate the little things. We can do it. You so, uh, this week on the show, we are, I guess you could say maybe, maybe, starting the Halloween season slightly early. Because we're talking about um, It, the It series today. Stephen now, don't get, don't get worried. We will still do a Halloween series, but um, we're doing horror in September. Yeah. Because It Chapter 2 comes out this month. It Chapter 1 came out two years ago, right? 2017? 2017, yep. Uh, two years ago. Um, day almost. It's the first feature film adaptation of It after the uh, 90s miniseries. The iconic miniseries. I, some may say, I may not, but some may say. <laughs> Am I the only one that's seen the miniseries so far? I think so. Yeah, Probably. If, you, if you've seen it all the way through, you're the only one who's done I don't that. think any of us wants to. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen, up, I've seen bits oh, and pieces of the miniseries. It's kind of... Stands out at the Tim Curry element, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So I borrowed it from you, and I never watched it because I'm too scared. <laughs> you never you borrowed it, and never more, watched it. You're more scared of that than you are of this. I mean, you yeah. do. Are, you have weird fears of like well, old special effects. You know, it was like, just a TV show, right? I know, but like Tim Curry, I keep hearing that Tim Curry was great in that. You, and, yeah, but he might be the only good part of it. And he's extra creepy. What I hear. He's creepy, but he ain't no Skarsgård. I know. Oh, yeah. But, but I, I mean, I don't know. So. I'm gonna hit you. Go ahead. He might be scarier in Fern Gully. <laughs> Who? Curry? Yeah. <laughs> Who was he in Fern Gully? He's the bad guy in Fern Gully. Oh, okay. he's, uh, he's of course he's the bad guy. He was the uh, goop. It's got a name, like I'm, Drax or Slacks or something Drax. like that. Any well, Drax. This, is, this has already gone off the rails. This is escalating hey, to weirdness. That's what So Many Sequels is. It's an off the rails podcast. So. <laughs> these headphones are so loud. Oh, did you hear that really loud? Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. It, ch- chapter one. Stars Bill Skarsgård right. as Pennywise the clown, um, and then a cast of a lot of. There are some familiar faces um, in terms of child actors, but there's some new new faces too. Uh, Jaden Lee, Lieberher, I think is how you pronounce it, who plays Bill. Yeah, um, kind of the leader of the Losers Club. Then you've got um, Jeremy Ray Taylor as Ben Hanscom, Sophia Lillis as Beverly Marsh, Finn Wolfhard of Stranger Things fame plays Richie. The kid with the thick glasses. Mm-hmm. He's funny. Uh, Wyatt Olaf plays Stanley. Chosen Jacobs is Mike. And I believe this is, yep, uh, Jack Dylan Grazer as Eddie. That's the Losers Club. Right. So let's talk about, I guess, uh, everyone's one word to describe it, chapter one. Weaving. Weaving. Mm. weaving. Weaving. Hugo. Weaving. Hugo weaving. No, not Hugo. Just oh. weaving. And two words. Thick. Thick. Two C's. But two the yeah. old C's. I'm perplexed by these two word choices already. I, I'm going to go. I, I have I have ex- explanations right. for right. it. My word is intense. Okay. Okay. I was. It, it felt very intense. My word is adventure. Adventure. Oh. Adventure. So, some of these were weird. Why Why do you pick weaving? So I picked weaving. I had two choices. I had weaving or nope. <laughs> and, and I went with weaving because having been the only person that's seen the miniseries so far, they take the element. Like there's a lot of storytelling that has to be involved in this. And mm-hmm. they do a really good job of giving me the individual story and the group story without ever feeling like there's a lack of pace. So we, we came off the Superman series where they had a lot of setup to do. And so for this, not only do you have individual stories, you have to set up Pennywise, you have to 
give me the creepiness early so I don't get bored right out the gate because this is a two hour and 15 minute movie. Again, yeah. just like Superman was. So they are able to weave all of these different elements together without me being, as I have described to off mic to Andrew, most 70s movies, slow and boring. <laughs> They Very anti seventies. They, if they would not make them slow and boring, <laughs> then that would be great. And this movie had the ability to come off as slow and boring because there is so much storytelling that they have to do to set it up. But they well, weave in the scary, they weave in the stories, they intertwine everything together while also giving you the individual backstories. Mm-hmm. And and it's a really good weaving of a story. And I feel like the individual backstories to your to your point. Are unique enough to themselves. Like, there's a lot of similarities amongst the losers, but there's enough uniqueness between the five, five of them, six of them, seven, seven of them, to really make each. You not, you don't really get bored because you don't like. It's not like you're watching the same thing happen twelve times. You're watching slightly different things happen in slightly different ways to each one of these kids, and it's just as terrifying every time. Andrew, why did you pick Thick? So the reason why I picked Thick. Before I begin, I just want to tell Garrett. Forgive him, Lord. He does not know what he's talking about. <laughs> no, I know exactly what I'm talking about. I know good movies. This, oh this movie, gosh. again, two hours and oh 15 minutes, gosh. wasn't bored. Superman, two hours and 20 minutes, bored as shit. Uh, you know what? I'll actually agree with you. There you go. That. See, yeah. I know exactly what I'm talking about. Thank you for proving but, my point. But not oh all 70s movies. Anyway, we're not talking about 70s movies. We're talking about it. A 2017. 2017. <clears throat> talking about a 2017. Talk about why it's so thick. So thick. What I mean by thick is thick in plot. Right. Thick in characterization. Mm. So thick in the hips. Thick in the hips. And uh, one, okay. of the, the one of the things of the, of that the one of the things you have to understand about. I mean, for, have any of you ever read the novel? Hell no. That's no. three. You want to talk? You want to talk about thick? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it's a thick book. It's over. It's over. I think it's like twelve hundred pages. It's a big novel. I would like to read it. I would love to read it. Um, if any of you know anything about Stephen King's prose, it's very, very, it's very, very heavy. Um, to describe this movie, a Stephen King film, as thick, because there's a lot of characterization, there's a lot of characters, there's a lot of the thick plot that this has is to me like it's it's such a it's such a dynamic range of like. All these, all these children who are trying to fight evil because they themselves kind of know it. I mean, they've experienced it living in this town. And to go through these kids' lives as well as trying to fi- figure out what the hell Pennywise is. Yeah. I'm glad they kept Pennywise. I kept, I'm glad they kept the evil of Pennywise kind of a secret yeah. because, I mean, it's not – you don't really know what Pennywise is. Oh, you mean his lore? I was yeah. like, yeah. oh, he bites that kid's arm off in like the no, first five I minutes. Mean, he's yeah. evil. No, he, he, like, that's he's no a, secret. I mean, no. he's he's a fucking monster. Okay. But <laughs> like, I'm on board with what you're saying. But like, but yeah. what kind of a monster? We don't know. Well, is he exactly, an alien? He? We yeah. don't know. Is he a demon? Is he some kind of weird curse? Yeah. Is he a clown? Is he not a clown? What's going on here? But yeah. there's there's so much here. There's so much here to tell in two hours and fifteen minutes. I was really kind of doubtful in the beginning because a novel that thick. You couldn't tell in just two hours. Well, I'm glad, technically I'm glad, not. Uh, right, but I'm glad they broke it up in chapters. I'm glad they broke it up in parts. Moves, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's thick in it's it's thick in uh, suspense. It's thick in plot. It's thick in characters. It's thick in 
a lot of scaries. I mean, and uh, Pennywise has a very thick forehead. Yeah, yeah. Very dense. Yeah. Very dense. He has like an eight head. Yeah. At minimum. At yeah, minimum. Yeah, you got a lot, of, a lot of forehead going on. There's a lot of forehead there. David, this is the first time you've seen it, right? You don't yeah, do a lot of scary movies. You guys made me go watch this movie. <laughs> and I don't like scary movies. I'm very easily well, scared. How how often would you say you watch scary movies? Uh, what do you classify? Okay, so like it's a horror movie, right? The yeah, last well, horror yeah, yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. The last horror movie I watched prior to watching this movie today was uh, Paranormal Activity. Well, that's a long uh, time the week ago. It came out, a so a very time long time ago. I wanted to watch Zombieland. My friends wanted to watch Paranormal Activity. I said Zombieland looked way more fun. And guess what? I was right. You were right. Because I sat through both Paranormal Activity, which was a movie where the director keep turn, kept turning the lights off. And uh, this, on the other hand, was uh, psychological, cerebral, and terrifying in all the ways that I think a horror movie should be. Uh, I, was, I spent most of this movie uh, 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 pressed into the back of my chair. Uh, but I... Uh, Despite my sort of like uh, trepidation with watching scary movies and that type of thing, uh, I actually thought that on the merit of filmmaking, this actually was a really profoundly good film. And, yes. And um, I use the word intense because I feel like every ca- every every aspect of what they're trying to go for works in a over the top level, like in terms of the performance from Skarsgård when he's beat when he's doing his thing. In terms of the visual effects they put into this, the practical effects, the sound design, the the, uh, the the setting, the lights, everything was just the perfect mood for each one of those situations that you're wanting to be scared. One of the early moments that really kind of, didn't really scare me, but I was like, gosh, that's creepy, is um, when the hands are trying to come out the door to get mm-hmm. to Mike. Oh, yeah. I was like, gosh, this is – that was the first moment where I actually said the word intense to myself. Gosh, that's an intense sequence. Um it wasn't necessarily like jump out of my seat scary, but it was really, uh, really uh, terrifying to watch. And I think that it only continues to get that way. When there is like violence, boy, it's like meaty violence. Um, it, there's a lot of dread. A lot of dread. There's a lot of like, like – There's a lot of building. There's a lot of like yeah. the your imagination building it up to be worse than it is. Um, the opening scene, and I don't think this is spoiling too much, the opening scene <laughs> with uh, Georgie – yeah. I really like as the anticipation of that scene carries on because it's like a three minute, four minute conversation that Georgie has with Pennywise. Uh, as it built up, I made it more and more terrifying to myself. Mm. Um, the actual thing that happens isn't, I don't feel like that bad compared to what I was building up, which was something super bloody in my head. Um, so when it, when it was over, I was kind of like, Oh gosh, okay. I want to know. So is, this is a spoiler podcast, so I don't know what you're. Why you're afraid to spoil it? But, oh well, yeah, yeah. But, don't, don't worry about. Spoilers. I want to know what you were thinking could be worse than a child's arm being bitten off. I just re- and then filling the street with his blood. I I just really like I was as it was happening. I just well, I, was, I kept waiting for the sudden moment of him grabbing that kid. Right, I didn't really know whether or not he was going to bite it off or if he was going to like rip it off. Mm. Did not bite it. And it, it, so it like off. I thought that he was going to grab this, like he was going to bite this kid by the arm. And like, pull him through the gutter, like by his teeth, like in essence snapping his neck on the way through, Ugh. and that he was gonna like we were gonna like watch this kid be like drug under. Um, whereas they kind of they showed you the bite, they showed you his reaction, you get like a brief glimpse of that hand coming out, and then it kind of all like uh, 
happens off screen after that. So it was kind of like, oh, gosh, okay, I made that a lot more. I thought they were going to show us, like, every gruesome detail of something like that. And there were other situations where I think I was making it a little bit, like, I was, my imagination was running wild Mm. uh, with what could happen. And so when something did happen, it was either, it either scared me because it wasn't what I was expecting or it scared me because it was worse than I was expecting. It was a weird situation of they don't, they don't just, they didn't jump right to jump scares. I don't okay. think there's Which is, honestly a ton of jump scares. Like the technical no. definition of a jump scare in this movie. I think there's a few parts yeah. where things happen unexpectedly. Yeah. But the the typical jump scare, I wouldn't cla- like the projector scene. I think whenever he jumps out and that's he's like big giant and mm-hmm. attacking them, I think that could be considered a jump scare. But like the the there's a scene with Ed or Eddie where he drops his pills on the ground and then there's like this weird like leper is what he calls it and he picks it up and so like you know something bad is going to happen but then they cut to him and and that's the closest thing that i feel like they have to a jump scare because but you already know something's coming you just don't know what it's going to look like and they they have the the jump scare type music but like you already know these things are going to happen and a lot of this stuff it just sits with you like you expect it and you don't know when and it lingers and it sits or there's like this disgusting moment. So like when Mike is being beaten up by the the psychopath bullies, and Pennywise is off in the woods, he's eating a child's arm and just like waves at it. Like that's one of the most terrifying parts of this movie because he's just so happy. He's like, no, 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 he's having a great time. And like <laughs> blood all over his mouth. Yeah, yep. it's yep. it. They don't. Um, it, I didn't have time in this movie, like you said, to get bored. Yeah. Because I was like, I would be coming off of like a scare and then like would start to relax into a scene. And then, oh no, here comes, you know, something dreadful. Some, yeah. some more music is coming in. Something bad's going to happen. It's only a matter of time. Uh, I, I joked while watching it that I was enjoying this nice coming of age story in Northeastern, you know, you know America. And this clown kept messing it up. <laughs> Uh, ruining would otherwise be a nice fun film uh was really digging the whole uh you know cliff diving swimming in the pool listening to bust a move that was awesome can we talk about how and then the i gotta are? watch some dude yes yeah out. i wanted to go into that next what who, yeah who is everyone's favorite member of the losers club richie richie okay richie. finn wolfhard I'm sorry a, i'm actually gonna say eddie eddie okay i actually really liked eddie let me some ben Yo, you, you like Ben. Oh, yeah, he's ben. got the yeah. right stuff. Yeah, yeah Ben. Yeah, he's got good. the right stuff. Ben yeah. from Soch. I agree with, with Eddie, and I think it's just because I like Jack Dylan Grazer's he's performance great. so much. Yeah. yeah. He's very funny. His interactions with his mother are great. Um, his scene in the when they search for Georgie in the, the Barrows? Mm-hmm. Is that what it was called? Barons. Yeah, Barons. The Barons, when he was like, do you know how many diseases are in this water? Have you heard you of Lysteria? You on us, range. <laughs> have you heard of Lysteria? Yeah, have you heard of Lysteria? He's funny. Uh, what, do you, what do you like about Richie, though, Andrew? Uh, like, on, just spitballing? Yeah. You yeah. are the exact opposite of Richie. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why he likes him. Maybe yeah. that could be. But, like, no, it just... I really thought that Richie kind of stole the show for me because he, he had a lot of he had a lot of, like a lot of one liners that were really funny when he was telling I think it was Ben like look at him this motherfucker's leaking hamburger helper that's my favorite line in the entire movie <laughs> uh, yeah he's also got the great um, going through all that list at the end and he's like now nah, I'm gonna have to kill this fucking clown <laughs> he's great so yeah you are kind of the opposite of Richie though I I feel like if. I feel like I'm. I feel like an Eddie. I don't want to get into gross stuff. I'd be like, nah, I don't want to get in that. That's nasty. 
I don't know about Andrew. Andrew I, might be a Ben. I think I would be a Ben because I do. I do hang out at the library. You'd be really. Intro- you would you'd be, be, ben. You'd be You'd be the one studying it. You'd be yeah. fairly introverted, and you'd be like, you'd want friends, but they wouldn't want you, and you'd be into new kids on the block. It happens. If I were one of these kids, even though I love Eddie and I love yeah. Bill and all them, I feel like I'm Stanley. <laughs> I feel like I'd be. I'd be the kid who like doesn't say almost anything, and I would just be like, nobody's. I favorite. ain't going anywhere near this house. Y'all see you. Who do you want to claim? Pennywise. Be Richie. I don't like Richie. You don't I have think, to be Richie. You I, could be Ben. I mean, not Ben. A uh, Bill. You could be Beverly. You might be Mike. I could. Be you Mike. got a granddaddy who hates you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I miss. Who that. regularly makes you shoot <laughs> lambs in the head? Yeah. Sheep. Um. I don't know. I don't know. I. I yeah. I guess. Uh, Bill makes sense. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I have a stutter sometimes. I really <laughs> I really related to Stanley halfway through the movie. He was like, I'm not going in this house. And yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah, I respect that kid. You get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Go back to your bar mitzvah. Uh, the kids are so good. <laughs> I really like Ben just because he's so nice. He's such a nice he's boy. He's a very nice he boy. Is. He's a nice boy. And then I, I really like his interactions with Beverly. She's so yes. nice to him. Let's mm-hmm. not... She doesn't like make him feel bad. And she's and very she... supportive of his new kids on the block fandom and that's okay what i like is that she could make him feel bad and like makes a point to show it she's like with the door and the poster she's like i could that was yeah but i won't yeah Yeah, let's not (laughs) downplay i think bev beverly might actually be my favorite character of the group yeah because while i love eddie and while i kind of like relate to eddie i think beverly is a really smartly written character and really well performed Uh, in this movie yeah i think she also has clearly the most traumatic story of the bunch yes i mean you do have Bill, who who lost his his little brother, but but Beverly is is abused by her father right throughout the film. Well, and Eddie's unknowingly abused by his mother. Is, yeah, kind of an emotional abuse type of situation. Like yeah. uh, what what's that other Stephen King movie where she holds that person hostage? Misery, misery. Oh. Yeah, very misery type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beverly has a lot of. She might have the most depth of the group. I think. Yeah, yeah. She's definitely got a lot of uh, character that's. Behind, you know, just beneath the surface. I know because we did. Uh, my wife and I did uh, read about what was in the novel versus the movie. This movie, not necessarily the the, 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 the second, the seventh yeah. one. But we uh, and man, I'll tell you what. It's a lot. It's a lot more going on in the book, and I don't really want to get into it on this no, podcast. No, but Beverly, that's for a book podcast. Beverly, we talk the, about movies. Beverly and the boys do some weird stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm just not going to get into that. But uh, but I thought I thought performance wise too. I thought that um, the young girl that plays Beverly was uh, just dynamite. Yep. She just seems so She's natural in this movie. She didn't seem like she it was effortless for her. All uh, of these I, kids are great actors. Yeah, I, I yeah, I was going to say like they all did a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. And you know what's go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say Josh and I watched a show on CBS that was very underrated called Me Myself and I and it has Ooh. Eddie in it and yeah. he's mm, just a okay. brilliant actor. You've got um, and he's he's opposite of Zachary Levi and Shazam. Yeah, that's yeah. What, very good yeah, in that movie. That was what I I, I I recognized him from. So when this movie started and I saw him and uh, Stranger Things, the kid from Stranger Things, uh, Finn is that his Finn name? Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. When I saw the next year, I was like, which is a great name. I just kind of went like, oh, this is kind of like a weird. I didn't realize that they look so much younger. I'm so mm-hmm. used to seeing them now when they're like 14, 15, and this is like they've yeah. been like 11. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Um. What are some other favorite moments or like iconic scenes that we haven't talked about yet? Um, I, I'd like to start with. It was kind of mentioned briefly, but I do want to to talk about how cool I thought that 
opening scene with Georgie and Pennywise is uh-huh. because of the the overlooming dread. Yeah. And it's also one of the same iconic scenes in the original miniseries that mm-hmm. I know about even though I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. So most people who are familiar with it know what's going to happen between Georgie and Pennywise and it's still terrifying. Yes. And just that extended conversation with Pennywise is so creepy because Bill Skarsgård does such a unsettling voice and performance there. <laughs> unsettling is a good word. We could use that. that. I think, yeah. I think regardless of anyone's feelings on the the original miniseries, uh, I would I would think and hope that most people would now see this version of of Pennywise as the definitive because it's just so iconic now. It would be I'm, really hard to follow this. It, it, yeah, I mean at least. I mean, at least in in this generation, because the last generation was uh, Tim Curry. Right, and I would hope... It's just like... Uh, what I'm saying is that even if you love that one, I think that you would see that this is better. Yeah. That it's, it's just like... It's it just does like, nothing to throw away Tim Curry's performance, but this one is better. They're, yeah. so, they're so different, but also very similar. So, like, the Tim Curry one is obviously made for TV, so it's a little more campy, it's a little more hokey, while yeah. at the same time being very creepy. Um this one is not campy or hokey. No, um, there are elements of like creepy, funny. I guess you could call it in in how he like has that conversation with Georgie about, well, you know, can you smell the circus? What's your favorite popcorn? popcorn? Pop, pop, the way he pop, says pop, that pop, is, and then yeah. he just shuts down. So it's kind of like builds up the humorous, and then he just like malfunctions like a robot. And then it's like, oh, run, child. And uh-huh. then he doesn't. Yeah, like that, that was my favorite part where Georgie goes, guess I'll be going. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> Georgie is <laughs> suspiciously unafraid. He is. You should never talk to any, you should never talk to strangers. You should never talk to strangers no. in a sewer. No. Especially like when that stranger dressed like a clown. Yeah. There are places where clowns belong, and the sewer is not one of those places. <laughs> no one. <laughs> you meet anybody in the sewer, do not talk to them. No. no that's bad. I know. Bad, bad uh, advice. We talked a little bit about giant Pennywise coming out of the screen. Yep, that yep. was really cool, and I love the flicker effect they did with the turning the screen off, essentially. Yeah. Uh, to intercut that, I made that a little extra scary. Uh, and we talked about well, we talked about I talked about the uh, Stand by Me part of the movie yeah, where yeah. Mm-hmm. everything was really nice and idyllic, and I was nice, like, "This is yeah. nice. Let's yeah. let's just can I watch this movie now?" <laughs> yeah. But uh, but I thought a really uh, cool scene was where one of the uh, bullies ends up. Uh, t- killed, like uh, it's yeah. It was it was kind of something that I was like, man, why can't this? I was already freaked out by this point, so I was like, why can't these uh, this this you know Pennywise come kill these jackasses who keep like torturing kids for no reason? Yeah, like what else? What, what you got nothing better to do in your summer vacation than to torture a couple of eleven year olds? What a bunch of losers! Yeah. So when and then finally when Crazy Steve uh, started to get it. I was like, oh, good. And then I, as it started to happen, I went, well, now I actually kind of feel sad for this. This is kind of making me bummed out because, like, he's got a mom who's going to be worried, sad. So I started thinking about that. And then some zombie kids showed up, and I was extra panicked. All of those bullies are sociopaths. Yes. <laughs> they were. Yeah, they're pretty they bad. They tried to carve their names into Ben. Yeah, that Henry kid's messed These, up. Those are, it was a level of bully I never encountered no. in my childhood. And I, I encountered some bullies, but they never tried to carve I'd me. I'd say it's an unrelatable level almost. Yeah, yeah. Like, I will say that, like, aside from the Losers Club, there's not one character 
I like. <laughs> yeah. Like, the outside characters are fairly like, unlikable. All of their parents, all of their parents are oh, either assholes or they're psychos. When Bill's dad yells at him yeah. in the garage, it's like, come on, dude. Yeah. And, uh, oh, God, what else? When uh, uh, We talked about Beverly's mom or Beverly's dad. Yeah. Beverly's yeah. dad is a is a bastard. Yeah, he's a real POS. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I mean, and, and of course, Henry, uh, and of course, Henry, who's the- Henry Winkler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Henry Henry has piece of shit parents. Who, who who's was, Henry? Henry Henry's was the bully. bully. Oh, I he's, didn't even care enough to remember his, his name. <laughs> well, the only reason he stands out- I thought you out, said Steve. Who's Steve? Crazy Steve. I thought because he looked like the crazy Steve from Drake and Josh was the guy with the black hair who got lost in the- who went- he had, he had the you know he had the he had He's the hairspray. Okay. He had this hairspray and he was like lighting up the room. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah so yeah, anyhow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Henry stands out among the bullies because he was one who was trying to carve his name into uh, Ben's tummy, and uh, he cottage cheese is what got it's a called. mullet. Yeah, and he's an extra extra mean kid. And it turns out his dad is the local cop or mm-hmm. a local cop, and he ain't real nice to Henry as it is. Yeah. Like shoots at his feet and stuff, and uh, sort of. Uh, emasculates him in front of his friends and stuff. Like, who knows how much that kind of stuff goes on. And so Henry ends up killing his dad, mm-hmm. sort of with the goading, by, or uh, thinks to some goading from a children's, a children's TV show. Yeah, going, kill him, Henry. Kill, yeah. it. kill him. You know, like, it's a uh, it's, uh, extra terrifying sequence that I feel like probably would have happened anyway. There's a lot of subtlety. It's a lot of subtlety scares if you pay attention in this movie. So that kid's show that's very prominent in that scene where he's killing his dad mm-hmm. also shows up earlier whenever Beverly's walking in and it's very subtle but you hear the same person talking about how the sewers are a great place to visit exactly. and you should go there and have fun and then uh, when Josh was watching it oh, he yeah. mentioned I was waiting to talk the, about this one the library scene is a great scene <laughs> it's, one, it's the very first time that you get the creepy Pennywise down there in the bottom after Ben followed the James Woods trail of candy down there which is Ooh, piece of candy. stupid yeah. don't do that. Yeah, but was, did y'all see Pennywise it. in the background? No. Of the librarian. The no. libra- so when Ben is is looking through the book at the picture, and you know when he's like flipping and every page is the same picture, there's a part where it goes to a wide shot of him, and the librarian is in the background putting books on the shelf, and she turns and looks at him. Oh. And then it goes back to him looking through the books, and then it goes back to that wide shot, and she's just like looming, oh, I staring this. at him in the background. I'll I show you later because it, oh, it's a blink and you miss it. Like yeah. he's clearly Pennywise has taken over that librarian for that moment, and they're just that. So, she's just in the background, creepily, angrily, murderously staring at it's him. It's so good, and yeah, it's incredibly unnoticeable. Yeah, I totally miss that. Small things like that. And I was just, too busy paying attention, too busy waiting to see like a, a face appear inside exactly, the book he's turning, and exactly. I missed that in the background. There's more. I'm sure there's more uh, things like that. There but. was something I thought I noticed in the very one of the very first shots of the movie when they when when Georgie's looking out the window and mm. he takes the paper away with him to go somewhere else. Like they hang on the window for a second. He's in front of it, and then when he walks away, there's like a brief image of like red through the window mm-hmm. and i went uh and i was like and and uh nikki she goes why did you say uh and i was like i think i saw something yeah but i don't know you if i saw did. something i may have just been wanting to see something but. yeah i mean one of the more sl- slightly more obvious um subtleties is is the red balloon mm-hmm. there are times where you could blink and miss a red balloon in the background yeah. but usually it's pretty visible yeah uh, one of the ones I'm thinking of is like when it pops up in the back of that car. Yeah, I could see how you could miss that. 
yeah. One of the problems it's that upsetting. I have. It's upsetting me right now. One of the problems I have overall <laughs> with horror movies, and I know. Is that they're scary. No, it, no, that's fine. It's <laughs> just the lack of common sense logic. Uh, and yeah. I get it. I understand. But listen, if I'm in a library or if I'm out and about and I see a red balloon floating around, seemingly on its own, my first thought is, well, I'm going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that yeah. going? Let's follow it into the depths of the library. Yeah, Garrett. Nope. Nope. Let's... And that happens a lot in this movie where they will be together and then one idiot will just go, what's that? And just leave wow. everything. Like, they don't even go, hey, guys, I saw something over here. Uh, maybe we should go check it out. No, they just go, Whoop, and then they and just they, leave. And then and they're every gone. time it's like, nope, y'all are going to die. You're going to get your face sucked off yeah. by a picture lady if you're Stanley. Yeah. Uh, you're going to run into the headless soldier man if you're Ben. Like, just stop it. So stop, Gary, stop, let's, stop it. Let's test this theory. If you heard voices coming from your sink, what would you do? Leave. Yeah. If you heard. You wouldn't put something down it? No, drain? I would leave. <laughs> You heard whispers in the in the in the sewer, which you just keep going forward, like ah, okay. No, I leave. Also, if I were Georgie and I lost that boat, wouldn't care. It was yeah. made of paper. Yeah. He said that <laughs> he said Bill's gonna kill me. No, it took him five minutes to make that boat. He can go make another one. Oh, He's sick. What's what, he gonna do? What do you do if your brother's uh, bedroom light comes on that hasn't been on in probably a very long time? But you're just walking out of the basement, and your brother's light just goes click. You move. <laughs> you tell what? your parents it's time to I move. Leave. Bill walked right in that room, and I went, absolutely not. Yep. And if I walk into a flooded basement <laughs> for no apparent reason, go back upstairs. Yep. Oh, let down Palmer. here to see. But it is kind of a situation, too, of like, they didn't know it at the time, but there really is no getting away from this, too. It's not a situation where, like, oh, I saw something weird in the backyard. I'm safe in my house. Like, there's nowhere safe from this bad guy. And this movie is very, I feel like, very smart. It doesn't rely on the same gag over and over again, which I feel like is a a, a pitfall of a lot of horror movies. And so it keeps your interest in a lot of good ways. Pennywise doesn't ever get the same person the same way twice. Which I think is very cool. Let's mm-hmm. let's morph this into a bit of a, a hot take segment. Does anyone have any additional hot takes? I mean, we just went to town on ho- some horror movie tropes. I have one that I can kick us off with that bugged me. So when Bill's dad yells at him, we find out that Bill has created basically this uh, model of the sewer system, the the dairy sewer system. Yeah. And he's like, no, look, see a shot. And he fills it with water. And he has used Bill's dad's blueprints to, to recreate it. And finds that the water leads down into the barrows, barrens. What did we decide it was? Barrens. barrens. The barrens. barrens. I don't know why. The water leads down to the barrens. And he's like, we should go look. And he's like, no, Georgie's dead. He's dead. No. And I kept thinking, you mean to tell me that none of like the law enforcement or anyone in this city already checked where the pipes end yeah it because Jordy's not the only kid who went missing in the sewers mm. there was the other kid whose name i forgot and no one no one looked for him because when the kids decide to go they find the other kid's shoes right that's right, right. evidence why would the police not have found that maybe they're too afraid maybe they know about it too 
I don't, I don't think know they, know, they about know about it. it, but I wonder if it's, it's a not situation. like they didn't even try. They just went, well, he's gone. I <laughs> wonder if it's a situation where, because I think um, Ben brings it up that, you know, like every 27 years, yeah. this stuff starts happening at a higher rate because it's, 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 he says something like it's fairly high normally, but it spikes every 27 years. I wonder if it's a thing of like, because they're kids, they're more susceptible to noticing what's going on, but maybe. Pennywise has some kind of weird transient effect on the whole town that makes them less susceptible to now, because yeah. only 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 the people affected by the situation can see it. So maybe the parents or the police they don't even they can't even recognize out of place like clues or or like maybe they're like numbed to the effects of the what happens and they just write it off in their head is something they can't fix. If Pennywise's magic plays a part in it, that would be interesting. I'd like to see if that's revealed in Chapter 2, because I'm not familiar with the full story. It just seemed to me that, you know, when someone goes missing in pipes, the first place to look is where it ends. Yeah, and or, they didn't. or, or, you go through the whole... Oh, yeah, well, you go through be, the whole system, but be hard to eventually you get to where it ends. Yeah. And it's um, a small town. It's not like the sewers are... Yeah. It's not like you're talking about the sewers of New York or right, anything. You're right. talking about like sewers I mean, a like kid, a a kid figured it out pretty easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With like with hamster like two tubes. or three different maps. Yeah. You know, they had like a map of like the old town, the old like an old town map that Ben had. And they were old like, oh, look, really. there's where this well is that we were talking about. Uh, any other hot takes, though? Uh... Wow, this no. movie was so good no one had hot takes? No, I mean... I, I can't, well, I can't think of it. The, the only thing Nothing I that you were of, like... <laughs> What is this? The, the only the only thing I'll say is is that when Beverly goes into the sewer and she uncovers and she uncovers like Pennywise's lair. Mm. I mean, the only hot take I have was that. Oh wait, that, hold on. I feel like I know what you're gonna say, and I think it's gonna be interesting because I think you like that part. Go ahead. Ooh. Um, the Fight only th- me. the only thing I'll ha- the only thing I have to say is is that I didn't find that scary. I, I didn't find that scary. Which part? The yeah. whole part? Or the whole a very part. specific part? The whole, the whole part. Well, how do you feel about the dancing clown part? Oh, I love the dancing didn't clown. Didn't care for it. Oops. Oops. <laughs> I really didn't care for it. Like I, I thought it was so creepy. His head doesn't move, but his body does. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> but, like, I, I, I remember watching it, and it was just... I'm like, oh, that's kind of a cool effect, but, like... I, I just maybe I'm just not feeling it. I don't know why. I, and when he when he came out and he like grabbed and he grabbed Beverly, the only thing I really got creeped out was when he opened up his mouth. Yep. And we saw the lights. Me. That was the only thing I. You were freaked well, out. Well, I can't believe you didn't. Rows and rows of teeth. Or, or the yeah. or the mountain of children's bodies. Yeah, that was pretty creepy. None of that affected you, you sick monster. I, thought, <laughs> I don't you know whole, what Andrew does. The whole final Apparently. fight was really good too. The whole what? The whole final fight oh, was yeah, very good, good too, where he was like shifting around into different forms, trying to scare any of them, and it wasn't really working. That was really good. I do, I do have one hot take, and that is Ooh, this. finally okay. Uh, the hot take is is that I kind of I kind of view Pennywise as like the instrument of fear because that's kind of how he's based, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how he's formed, I believe. Okay. Slow down now. Uh, we uh, who Earth shaking analysis? Who, who is who is the uh, who is the Jewish kid? Stanley. Uh, Stanley. Stanley. Uh, Stanley. Uh, that's a fair question. No, no, no. Uh, I like, forgot about the whole Torah thing. Yeah, yeah like, I was like, what? Like <laughs> Stanley was legitimately part. terrified of that painting, yeah. right? And that painting came alive, but that was the only like object of fear. That that was the only object of fear that Pennywise otherwise took on. He didn't take on anything else other than a clown in that painting. 
Well, he became a he put on he put on Beverly's dad's head, and he, he changed into Bill or uh, Georgie. Yeah, he 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 was the hands that were coming dad. out of the the door for Mike, and he was the librarian in the library. But we're the only ones who saw that. Oh. Yeah, I think uh, actually uh, you're wrong. <laughs> I I mean I I just I, I just noticed that like. Now, an animated object, maybe. It wasn't as scary as you thought it was going to be. Yeah, I mean. That sequence. Well, apparently you have very thick skin, and Josh is a baby. And I'm a baby. Well, I don't have any. I'll admit that. (laughs) I like being scared in movies. It's it's the rush that I I enjoy. But that's why everyone likes it. I have a hot take take towards the positive. I really think that this should, if if it hasn't already, because I haven't really seen him in anything else since, but... This uh, this this pair of films should totally launch uh, Bill Skarsgård's career, mm. like into being a, a very high wow. value. Uh, I was gonna say a very high value uh, performer to get in your movies. Like he's really really good, and I feel like because Pennywise is so covered in makeup, obviously, and it, yeah. so you can't really see what he. You can kind of see what he looks like through the makeup, but like I feel like he's kind of a chameleon in this role. So like it wouldn't be like oh it doesn't work because I've I've seen him as Pennywise and I can't unsee him as anything else you know what I mean like I think this should be I think we I think he should be a future star. <laughs> My favorite bit in the show is that Andrew doesn't understand that microphones are on at all times. We brought it forty eight minutes. No thirty eight. Thirty eight. Well, you minutes. Did, well you said at the very beginning like to check on that thing at twenty five. Yeah, I said give me a sign, not verbally say thirty eight minutes. Guess what? We're leaving it in. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's hard to sync audio in a video. Still recording? Oh yeah, yeah we go. All right. How great was that? All I'm right. sorry. I'm just I saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> despite Andrew's boredom with the hot take, Bill Skarsgård should be a star out of this. Uh, I agree. I, he should. I, he should I, be I, I am very sorry, but no, it's I, all right. But <laughs> my, my thing about Bill Sar- Mill is it Skarsgård? Skarsgård. Yeah. Okay. Not Skarsgård. That's that's a different yeah, different kid. I, my thing about Bill Skarsgård is that. I hope that he doesn't get typecast. As that's a what clown? I'm, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is I feel like no. he's so much of a chameleon in this role. I don't feel like I feel like it's possible yeah. he should get other roles. Yeah, because like I mean, typically with with roles like this, you know, like like he was kind of an unknown person. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only other the only other movie that I can recognize him in, he was in Deadpool two for just a minute, but he was there. But like I mean, <laughs> but like the thing is, is that like. You don't. I don't really know him in any in anything else other than it. Yeah. And I hope. Yeah, you're right. I hope it doesn't end for him. But unfortunately, it it does have a track record of like, it's like Robert England. You yeah. know who Robert England is, right? Right. Yeah, Freddie. Yeah, Freddie. That's the only thing he's really ever done. Yeah. So he's also kind of a bad actor. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Wrong. I think it. I think it. And maybe I, now I could end up being wrong, and it could end up typecasting him or something like that. But I, I really not. hope not I really because hope I not. think that there's. I think he could be like the more like the Johnny Depp of his generation if he's lucky, and be like that guy who plays the same part know, in every movie. May, you could. I mean, you could oh. say that, but I just mean like he's a deceptively, uh, deceptively good character actor. Lindsay, if that character's the Lindsay, same character, maybe. <laughs> Looks like he's in an upcoming. A uh, Netflix original movie called The Devil All the Time with uh, Tom Holland, Sebastian Stan, and Robert Pattinson. Oh, wow. So that's quite the cast. That's a static cast. Uh, that's, that seems to be his next project after It Chapter 2. He was also in Atomic Blonde, which was a fun movie. And he was in 33 episodes of Hemlock Grove on Netflix. Ah. And he currently stars in Castle Rock on Hulu. Mm, so he's well, doing yeah. all right, and that's another Stephen King property. 
Okay, well, um, do we want to look at? Oh, so my last favorite scene yeah. is uh, you know the part right where the movie ends and the credits start rolling and no more scary things oh happen. My gosh, That's my favorite part of this whole movie. <laughs> when it stopped being scary, that was fantastic. What? So we've got chapter two. It hasn't come out uh, yet, as of recording. Correct. Correct. And probably release. Right? Probably. Yeah, I don't remember what's dropping. But uh, do we want to look ahead and kind of expect what we or what we think is going to happen? So like. Every twenty-seven years, they at the end of this movie. I don't made. know if you get to because you've seen the miniseries. I'm not going to say anything because well, I only saw it once, and that was like six or seven years ago. Still, but I'll be careful. I'll let you guys have this because we're completely ignorant to this old story. But I, I'll, I'll I'll preface it with at the end of this movie, they made their little blood oath that if they if it ever comes back, they will return. We obviously know that they come back. Something happens. Uh, do you guys have any predictions? I won't. I won't say. Anything. I have no predictions because it's so out of the. Le- it's so out of left field. Everything. I mean, I wouldn't have guessed that it, chapter one would have ended with a mountain of dead children, uh, in where they're magically floating everywhere underground in Texas. So I don't know where this could possibly go when we are revisiting the town as adults. I see them going back to the underground place, probably. Probably because just because just because Beverly says she saw them there like during her trance, she could see like future older versions of them in the in the tunnels in the in the in the well. That's where they were there in the well. And um, so I could see that I could see it being more violent. I'm going to say it's going to be more violent because since they'll be adults, I think you can probably get away mm. with doing more violent things. So I, I, I I'm going to go. That. I'm going to lean into that. I think I think one of the things I read about it chapter two is that. There was a, I think, there was a lot of fake blood used for this, and I think that it's, it, I think it sets some sort of a record on usage of fake blood. So I wouldn't be surprised. It's you're probably, yeah, it's probably moving in that right direction. I, so, I, I would say that maybe there is going to be one or two um, major character deaths, and I don't know how that's going to work. Okay. And, and I, I'm, I'm not like I. It's just like what you said. Do you want to go hardcore and make predictions on who you think is going to die? I don't know. I'll say. Bill. I really, I really don't. Because Bill like, makes if, sense as I'll the say leader. Bill makes sense to die. Played by James McAvoy in the new version. I'll say like Richie. Played by sense. Bill Hader, Tulsa's own. Because I feel like Richie is like uh, not expected to make a sacrifice play type thing, and in this movie he kind of like steps. In the first movie, he kind of stepped up there at the end. And I feel like that might carry through to adulthood. He's going to be too. He's not going to be willing to jump into that situation. But when the time comes, that might that could, might that could happen. I don't know. That's just kind of like trying to project where these kid they are as kids yeah. into like a now. Very few movies do this kind of thing where they do like a whole movie of like a group of characters as kids and then do a follow up when they're adults. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think following that plot line that could happen. I don't know about Stanley or Eddie. I don't think Beverly will die. I could be wrong about that. I, yeah, I, I, I think Beverly is the strong one. So let's talk about, uh, let's move on to the box office history. Let's start to, oh. to wrap this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, as we uh, said, it Stephen King's It 2017 debuted September 8th, way back in 2017. It finished number one with a three-day opening total of $123 million. That number is the highest opening ever for September, for a September release. Also in the top ten that weekend, we had uh, Home Again, which also opened up that weekend. The Hitman's Bodyguard, 
Annabelle Creation, a situation where a horror film I don't feel like, uh, I don't know, did you guys see that one? Annabelle Creation? I did not see Annabelle Creation, no. That's a a horror film that might be kind of spinning its wheels. Uh, Wind River, a movie called Leap. I didn't see that. Mm -mm, Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming was in its 10th week. Uh, Dunkirk, Logan Lucky, and uh, the Emoji Movie rounded out the top ten that week. Oh, that's the best one of them all. It's kind of interesting to think, too, that uh, we got It Chapter 2 coming out. This uh, this upcoming weekend and also in theaters will be the sequel to that Spider Man. We Spider Man Far From Home will still be in theaters mm-hmm. for that. So you got Spider Man and it sort of hanging out right now. Uh, it Chapter One would go on to make three hundred twenty seven million dollars in the United States during its fourteen week run. That's crazy. Add that with three hundred seventy two million overseas, which is even more incredible. I feel like uh, it would finish with a worldwide total of seven hundred million dollars. Uh, it was the seventh highest grossing film of 2017, uh, which we've we've been over 2017 before. It's a pretty stacked year. Uh, for me, 2017 might have been one of the best film years in recent history. It was just great. I'll I'll, I'll go through some of the top movies again uh, just for the he- heck of it. Uh, we had Star Wars: The Last Jedi. We had uh, Wonder Woman, Jumanji, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, Spider Man: Homecoming, It, Thor: Ragnarok, uh, Logan. The Fate of the Furious, Coco, which might be one of Pixar's best films. Uh, um, yes. It's one of their better efforts. Dunkirk, Get Out, The Lego Batman Movie, The Greatest Showman, Kong Skull Island, uh, Cars 3, Wars for the Planet of the Apes, Wonder Woman, Beauty and the Beast. I mean, uh, let's see here. What else is on this trip? Uh, Fifty Shades Darker. No. You know, everybody loves. Uh, Kingsman, <laughs> Golden Circle. Uh, Can John, I tell oh, a story and, about and, and John Wick chapter two? I gotta two. tell a quick story because and John Wick chapter two from John Wick June. <laughs> I went to see a movie recently, and there's there's another Kingsman movie coming out, right? Right. It's called The King's Man. Yeah, The King's Man. It's the like third one, right? Yeah. So I'm sitting in the theater, and halfway into the trailer, um, there's this couple who is who is maybe a seat or two down from me, and I hear one of them say, "Oh, this looks like another Kingsman movie," and the guy goes, "Hmm, yeah, it does," and then. At the end of the trailer, it says The Kingsman. And he goes, oh, nope, not a Kingsman movie. <laughs> because it was called The King's Man instead of Kingsman. He was like, oh, nope, that's not it. And I was just sitting there, just like, <laughs> face palming so hard. Like, it has all the people from Kingsman. It looked like Kingsman. And then just because it's called King's Man. Nah. Nah. Okay. Clearly not. So anyway. See, 2017, great year. Um, It is the fourth highest grossing R-rated film of all time. It's the highest grossing R-rated horror film. Uh, By that measure, it's also the highest grossing uh, film based on a Stephen King property. As of right now, chapter two, who knows? We could pass that. Chapter two could blow it out the water, yeah. Uh, It currently stands as the 66th highest grossing film of all time in the United States and and number 116 worldwide. So uh, needless to say... Uh, it kind of came out the box. It came, came out of the came out of the box office strong, and um, really kind of I feel like revolutionized sort of the feeling about horror films. I feel like in the last couple of years because it really I feel like it's had a big big impact on pop culture. There's been a resurgence in horror movies that I'd like to talk about real quick. Sure, because they have sucked for many years. Oh where it's all just been about jump scares. And gore, gore and things yeah. like that. And within the last couple of years, the story element has really taken hold. And I don't know if I want to necessarily credit it with it, but it definitely made it where people were like, oh, 
we can make good horror movies again. Like that's a thing that we can yeah. have with good storytelling and proper amount of scares. And so we've had that and Hereditary, which I haven't seen because I'm too scared of it. Don't there's a <laughs> watch that movie. <laughs> Makes me so mad. Even even it's, um you know, and a lot of them are Stephen King movies, but even like Pat Se- Pat Cemetery that came out this year was pretty good. Like it wasn't just hell bent on being a jump scare movie. Right. They tried to tell you a story. They tried to give you something to connect with and and that is more what they're moving towards with a lot of it. Yeah. There's still obviously bad horror movies out there, but there's a lot more well-written ones. Yeah, I feel like a good connection too. I mentioned the Spider-Man one, but also in 2017, the same year as this movie, yeah, uh, uh, Jordan Peele's uh, Get Out. Yeah, yeah. And then this year you have Us in Chapter 2, so you have like, I feel like a real rededication to like thoughtful horror films, which it kind of, some might call that an oxymoron, but that's what we're, that's what we're looking at here, kind of thoughtful horror films that really make you, not just scared, but also kind of make you like think and make you sort of feel tense feel Mm -hmm. a little bit anxious you know Mm -hmm. i think it's i think it's really cool and i would be more into horror films if we kind of got to that this was a first one i've actually enjoyed in a long time maybe we will all right let's move on to the rotten tomatoes game which i believe is being run by garrett because he saw the score earlier yep yeah so has anybody else (laughs) seen the score sorry david Uh, sorry i'm pretty sure you won but yeah i think i did win last week i think you did we'll say we'll oh well maybe you'll win again or we'll save you for next week i don't know all right he saw it on accident yeah i jacked up so i either can't play or it's kind of hard to when you're trying to do research on the thing yeah um i'll say 91 percent 85 85 too. Ha ha! Uh, right, that bitch. Uh, right in the middle. I will go with 87. 87. 85. 91. If you're not familiar with this game, by the way, too, we look up the Rotten Tomato score, we all try to guess yes. what we're trying the to do. Closest critic score. We try. This is your first one you're listening to, because it might be. Might be your could first be, time could listening be first to time. so many secret your, podcasts. Your first time listener. We'll do audience score Great. for a tiebreaker should yeah. it be necessary. Yeah, I cannot necessarily give you because uh, the uh, uh, critics consensus. Oh my! Because uh, we are in a in a studio and I don't have the Wi-Fi password and it ain't pulling up on my phone. Oh, just go to your, your 4G. Your phone won't even work. No, the phone's working. Like I can pull it up. It just isn't loading everything correctly. Oh, okay. So right. I have. There are no home providers. So for what the is selected movie? What is what is Garrett's consistence? <laughs> it brings back the horror genre with good storytelling, standout performances, and scares galore. Yeah, that sounds like a, that sounds like a critic's consensus. Oh, did it load? No, nope, that was. Neat. I'm gonna. Oh, you say, made that up. I yeah, made, you made that, that up. up. Improv, baby. Okay. So, uh, it, uh, I'll just say since we don't have anything, uh, you said eighty-five. Eighty-five. You said eighty-seven. It's eighty-six. So we got to go to a tiebreaker. Audience score. Ninety-two. Oh, Ninety. Eighty-four. Eighty-four. Wow. All right. I'm gonna see if I can get the critics' consensus. Because might pull yeah, up better you, on your oh, computer. Oh, here it is. It pulled up. I got, I got it. Of course. Got it. Finally loaded. Well, I was close. Well acted and fiendishly frightening, with an emotionally affecting story at its core, it amplifies the horror Sorry. Stephen King's classic story without losing touch with its heart. I'm. Pre- I was pretty close. Yeah, I was pretty close. That was pretty good. We're okay. getting pretty good at, at faking these uh, these critic con- critics consensus. So I'm what? Pretending a lot. What would everyone rate the movie personally? 
on a scale of one to five paper boats? Easily four and a half out of five. I would I would vote it that high. Okay. I'll say a solid four. Say a solid four. I'm gonna agree with the four and a half. I think. Yeah. It's not a, it, it's not perfect, but it's pretty damn close. It's it's pretty close. Yeah, I practically think perfect right. is my four and a half. Yeah, I'll go with four and a half. I'm really leaning towards five because I don't have much to say other than maybe it doesn't have like some of the jump scare elements that I would look for in a horror movie. I never really felt like I was scared, just creeped out. But, I, th- kind of, but I think that's good, though. No, I'm not saying it's better. a bad thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I would I like great. some elements of the of like jump scares. Yeah. Not maybe I, just one or two. I, I think it's great. I think the only thing holding it back for me is the idea of it being um, sort of incomplete. You know, it is a cliffhanger. There is a second chapter coming, and that's going to be the resolution of the story, I assume. But so I, I'm... I'm sort of feel like without that resolution it feels like there's a little something missing even though i think this is a fantastic film and i think together they're probably gonna be fantastic but if chapter two wasn't coming out would you have known because they did end it with a blood oath but that doesn't necessarily mean anything i guess i guess it's kind of cliffhangery no matter what well just because it says chapter one right at the end True. When it when they when the when the movie ends it puts up the big title says it chapter one that's true and so it was kind of like even if you didn't no, you'd be like, oh, chapter one. Well, that yeah, you you more. would be wondering why there'd be more if you didn't know. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. So it okay. You know, I so but but it's great. I mean, it's it's really good. I, I feel like I'm really hoping for that conclusive element. It's not often that we get to review something that's intentionally a duology. Yeah. It's intentionally only going to be two films. Mm-hmm. So this will be really interesting next week. So there's only going to be two. Yeah. Pretty sure. Okay. I don't think they're planning a third no. one. So that's it for it. Chapter one. Uh, we'll be back next time with It Chapter 2. Make sure you see it before you listen to the yeah, podcast. Yeah, you should watch it because we will spoil you. Um, this movie stars, will star James McAvoy as Bill, Jessica Chastain as Beverly, Jay Ryan as Ben, Bill Hader as Richie, Isaiah Mustafa as Mike, My boy, James yeah. Ransone as Eddie, and Bill Skarsgård will still be Pennywise the Dancing Clown. So we're going to get to see the adult versions. Are there any new characters, new characters that are going to be in the film? I'm sure there are, but I mean, I mean well, why? <laughs> I'd rather there's Keegan somebody named Tom be. there's no really like other big actors in there so we'll be back next time with that um, as always you can find us online at facebook.com slash so many sequels pod and on Instagram and Twitter just search for so many sequels pod there we try to post stuff and as always you can listen to us on Apple Podcast, Spotify Google Podcast, Stitcher Anchor all of them really seriously like all of them we're there yeah. now so yeah, go pretty check much us anywhere out. you find podcasts leave a review rate subscribe like and subscribe hashtag like and subscribe <laughs> yeah uh until next time you'll float too you'll float too you'll float too, you'll float too. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>